0: Sheer number two on Nesiv Shalom on Pesach Chelik Beis and Yanni Pesach, page Resh Nun Zayin. Sheer is Lizechinishmas, my father, Rabbi Chilbinsi and Ben Reb my mother, Mindel Bas, Rabbi Yisrael. The title is Keneged Arba Dibra Diber The Taira talks to everyone. It's such an interesting diuk that he starts off with. We say Baruch Hamakim Baruchu, Baruch, baruch Shana Lama Yisrael Baruchu. We we all know this part. Baruch HaMakayim, Baruch Hu. We all know this part. And then it says, Can I get Abra, Ban and Dibra Taira? And the Torah talks to the four types of children, and then we go through the four types of children. So the Mesiva Shalom picks up on this and says, What does the first part, this introduction, have to do with the next part? Baruch HaMakayim, Blessed are you, baruchu. Thank you for giving Taira, blessed are you that gave Taira l'Ami so Baruch And then we say, can I get Abba Banim, Deber Taira? We don't say this this big introduction before anything else. We don't say, Baruch and Baruch Hu, Baruch HaMakim, so Hu, Baruch Baruch Hu, Manashtana Halayla Azemikala So what does this haktoma this introduction, have to do with the next part, which is really a separate thing. Can I get abra dibra The taira talks to the four banim. It says the Nasivah Shalom, that if you, if you watch carefully, it says the word baruch four times. Baruch, amakaim, baruchu, baruch, baruch shenassantarilam yisrael, baruchu. The Magid who created the Haggadah, he's called the Magid. He specifically used the word baruch. Blessed. Thank you. Hidayah. Thanking Hashem. Al gufa, Specifically for this, that, We have to thank Hashem four times. We have to say thank you Hashem. Why? Because you are willing to talk to all the four different types of children from all the spectrums, from all the four types that we have. There's a chizok for every single yid in any situation that he's in, means that he's not talking about, and this is a very interesting point, already we're learning. Normally we think there's a guy, he's a Ben Russia, he's a Ben Chacham, he's a Sheini Yidei he's a Tam. No. We all have shades of all of this inside of us, throughout our days and nights, throughout the year. Sometimes we have 100% we act like the Ben Chacham. We do what, what's wise to do and smart to do. We're proud of ourselves. And sometimes, no, no, no. And sometimes we're very confused. Sometimes we're just so naive. Sometimes we don't know what to say. Sometimes you don't know what to ask. And sometimes it's we, we have little bits and merges of all of these different types of behaviors inside of us. And we have to know that in any situation that we are ever in, either 100%, or 75 or 50 or 20 or whatever it is, whatever situation we are in, we need to know, matzav that in any situation spiritually that we will ever be in, Yachal we can get chizuk. Why? Nechshav ha-mokain. Ha-mokain, baruch hu, baruch, we're saying four times, because even if we're the Russia, the chacham, the tam, but what are we all called? Ben. The ben Russia the Ben Chacham, the Tam, the She'eni De'elisho, all different types of situations, but we're all called Ben. In every situation, we are the son of Hashem. Ben Ben Whether we are at that moment in a situation of being the wise son, or even if we are unfortunately doing things that make us the evil son, but we're always the son. Yeshlo yeshatoyer ben, we have the title Ben, son of Hashem. And And there are answers for the questions that bother him. And that's what we're saying thank you to Hashem. Four times thank you for each type of child that's inside of us. Each one of us has that inner child that's sometimes wise and sometimes foolish and sometimes stubborn and sometimes angry and sometimes don't, we don't even know what we are. But each time, and in every situation, we're always a ben. That's the that's the beauty of this piece. The ben Russia. It's terrible. He's a Russia, but he's a ben. In every situation that we are in, we are always considered the son of Hashem. And there are answers. You got questions. We got answers. <speaking in Spanish> There's always dialogue. There's never. I'm not talking to you. The Taira never says that question. Get out of here. No. Each type of child, and each, again, it's not separate children, it's inside of us. Sometimes we have, even at the same time, a part of us that wants to be so good, and a part of us that's struggling, and a part of us that's confused. And there are questions that we have in those moments, as we will see. These are questions that we all have. But there are answers. And for that, we say, Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, and thank you, Hashem. That you're speaking to every single type of child that we have inside of us. We have questions, we have confusion, we have conflict, and you're willing to talk to us. Just being willing to talk to us, for that alone we say thank you. I always say this because it's so beautiful and it just comes up all the time. Sometimes you hear a vart that's just unbelievable. It says, It says in the Torah, it will be that you will have a child that says, And the Haggadah tells us which one of the sons is the one that says that? Which son says, The challenging son, the Ben Rasha, asks the Kleisenberger The V'hoya, Chazal tells us, tell is a lashon of Simcha, V'hoya is a lashon of Tzar, of is a lashon of, of Simcha. So the Torah is telling us, Vahaya, I'm so happy, Simcha, that you're going to have a child that's going to challenge you with these words, which we know is the Ben Rasha. Ask the Klesemurga Rebbe, Why are you so happy about this? Who wants to have a Ben Rasha? What's the What's the, What's the the happiness here? The Rebbe answers, It's terrible that you have a Ben Rasha at your table. But you know what the, the Simcha is? You know what the Vahaya is? He's talking to you. He's talking to you. It's already a reason to be besimcha. When you have a child that is in dialogue with you, you should be very happy. Because dialogue is what's going to bring them back. It's the child that says, I'm never talking to you again. And you, or you say, I'm never talking to you again. That's vayihi. That's, that's terrible. Can't come back from that. But a child that is talking to his parents, that there's a connection, the Haya, there's already a reason to be B'simcha. And the Kleism Bugarebus, Taka, he said that parents always have to make sure to keep the dialogue open. They should know that no matter how they're behaving, just like Hashem does for us, they are our child, we love you unconditionally, meaning without condition, meaning no matter how you're struggling now or sinning now, it doesn't change my ahava for you. My care, my concern, my compassion does not change or become even less from the, from your behavior, just like our behavior doesn't scare away God. He's not going to say, whoa, i never seen that one before. That's terrible. No. All the time. And he still calls us his child. Even the Russians is called the Ben Russia. So too, says the Kloyzer Mugareba, parents have to make sure that we always keep the dialogue open to the child. And the fact that he's talking to you is already a Lashen of Simcha. And now we're going to start to go into the next piece, which talks about the questions. And the answers, the questions that are part of the behavior, of the makeup, the psychological makeup of those four different types of situations, each one of those type of people have, or inside of us, have that kind of question, and what the answer is as well. And that's going to be in part B. So now we're going to go through those four questions and how to answer that child or that inner child inside of us what is the question of the Ben Chacham? He says, What are these Edus and Chukim? What are these things that you're doing that Hashem commanded Eschem to you? And we answer him, We're going to explain this. The Sefer Debre Moshe explains the Shailah of the Chacham as follows. He notes that the word says, Asher tziva. tziva means command. But in Ar- Aramish, in Aramaic, Tziva means Tzivsa. tzavsa, is a lashon of Dveikus and Chibur. The question of the Ben Chacham—he's doing great. He's wise. He's getting a hundred on his tests. So, what's his question to the to the to the parents and to the grandparents and to the tzadikim? What's his question? What's bothering him? What's on his heart? He says, "I don't understand. How come?" You are all zeichah, you all merit to do this taira, these mitzvahs, and from that, asher tziva, Hashem eschem, it connects you to Hashem. From that you get connected to Hashem. And I'm a Kayim everything, but I don't feel connected. That's what's bothering the Ben Chacham. I'm doing everything. I'm getting hundreds of my tests and I'm going to yeshiva, I'm davening, I'm putting on the tefillah. But what am I missing? I don't, I, I Tziva, the Tzivsa, the Tzavsa, the connection to Hashem, my Dveikos level is low. Sometimes the, the last place to find God is in the base Medrash. Everybody's busy learning. They do time for Hashem because they're busy learning about sapara. But we have to understand that's supposed to connect us to Hashem. But the Ben Chacham, his fear is I should be more connected. I should be feeling closer to Hashem from my learning and my mitzvahs. So how come you Tzadikim, you're, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. You're learning, but you're so connected to God, and I'm missing that. So we answer the Ben Chacham. Gehich has pesach just like the halacha of Pesach, in maftir Nachra pesach ha-fi pesach Nachal ala soiva, you have to eat the carbon Pesach, ala soiva, Dafka sh'lo yargish kol tanu ge-gashmi, you want to move up to the next level. First thing is to do great, and to do mitzvahs and Torah, and you're doing it you want to reach a higher level and really connect to Hashem then you have to let go of gashmius. Gashmias is like a seesaw the more that we are magushim and into gashmis the less we're able to feel spirituality so for this chacham who's doing great he's on a high level this is what the the tzaddikim tell him on the next levels you want to get to the next level when do we eat the Pesach, the carbon Pesach? After we're full. Why? So the mitzvah should be full of Ruchnius when you're not hungry and you're not in the mood. If we look at our tzaddikim, you look at Reb Chaim Kanievski, you look at Steinman Atzal, you look at all the tzaddikim, they had no connection to Gashmius. So they learned and we learned. They daven and we daven. But if you want to go to the next level, the more that we're connected, and this is very hard for us, we're regular people, but the more connected we are to Gashmias, the less we can connect to Ruchnias. And that's why a lot of people say, what's wrong with buying this? What's wrong with buying that? It's a, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be wrong. But connecting to Hashem is the more we disconnect from this world, the more we're connected to the next world. I have a vart I just thought of. I was thinking once, first of all, I was thinking once, if you have to describe this world in two words, if you have to describe the next world in two words, in one word, I mean, it, there's such a vast difference between this world, oilam ha gashmi, oilam ha ha temporary, to <UX2>, oilam <controllści> <to meull Them> of the next world, of, of, of sublime, of rukhni, of eternity. How come? How come we call this world The world of Zeh and the world to come? It seems to me like that's not really the way to describe the differences. It sounds like the, the lowest common denominator, like the least way, and Ilama Ba. Gashmi, temporary, I don't know how to say that, and Ilum ha forever eternity. There's so many different ways. Ilum far away from Hashem, Ilum close to Ashem why would we pick these two worlds and just define it in a definition of ha ze ha ba? So I was thinking, no, this is the best way to define the difference between here and up there. This is a world of ha ze. What you see is what you what you get. You have a stake; it's a ze. It's about the now. I'm hungry; I eat. I, I want something. I have to take it. I need. I want it. I get it. It's all about the zeh, and that's about ba. That's about the world to come. That's about investing. It's the difference between going to work and getting paid twenty dollars, or investing your money and maybe not seeing it for a while, but then getting back uh, enough to retire. And that's the difference of the mentality of the here and the now. The Olam zeh is it? Is this is a world of zeh? This is a world of now. Give me something, give me something I I, I can enjoy right now. Give me now, give me zeh. And that is, to be a ben olam haba, is being somebody who's focused on the future. Giving up of the present, giving up of what is batuach, giving up of pleasure, even kosher pleasure, giving up of being connected to this, to this reality, to this physicality, in order for the future. So this is what we're telling the Ben Chacham, that if you want to be connected to Hashem, you have to go ahead and make yourself holy. To not be so into, this is not for us regular people, but a little bit. And sometimes even in a machshava, are we addicted? Do we really need? And sometimes to say, you know, Get, don't get the car that you could afford. Get the one underneath. Don't do, don't get everything that you, just cause you can. Even if you can, and even if it's mutter, a little bit we can work on ourselves. Just a little bit disconnect our brain from being the brain of a cow and being more a brain of an angel. So the more that we disconnect, the more that we can enjoy. tam B-bapeh, that's the halacha of the afi That we have to let the mitzvah remain in our mouth. Sometimes we have a great time, we have a Shabbos, we have a, a, a ni'ilah, on Kippur, we go to the Kaisel and then we have this like, like, like feeling of closeness to Hashem, and then we water it down. We go out to have like a real whatever. Even without a virus. And that takes away, like, it like washes away. That feeling. Which is it purifies us and it, and it cleanses us of all of our sins. It can't be when you're into Gashmi's. Now, of course, even if you're not into Gashmi's, you still have to have, right? So we're not Rav Steinman that we're going to eat like for lunch. I forgot what it was, like a, a slice of tomato, a cucumber, and a, a spoon of tuna. Okay, fine. But we don't, we could do something. We don't have to be dripping in, in Gashmis. And, uh, myself as well. You know, we, 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 we can do better. And it's a big Nisayan. And that's the Nisayan because we're doing so much mitzvahs. And we're doing so much Taira. And sometimes, you know, there's like a, a force field around us that's not allowing us to feel so connected to Hashem even though we're doing Torah and mitzvahs. And that's the, the reason why, is because Gashmias and Ruchnis don't go together. Physicality and and even kosher, even eating kosher, delicious, whatever, there is a stira in there. And you see that from the tzaddikim. So this is what we tell him. We tell him that if you're not feeling it, it's because you're not, you're, you're too connected to, to the Gashmias, Dikha world. Okay, Hopefully everybody has a Ben Chacham at the table. Hopefully we each have a part of us that is a Ben Chacham. And that's teaching us how to shteig, how to connect closer to Hashem. Then comes the more challenging son, HaBen Rasha. And he asks, What is this service for you? So he's going to explain it according to what Marin Mekabrin's Chosiyogen Aleinu said, the Heilige Kabrina... The Kabrinas, Khasiagun Alaneu said, Berische Askinan? Are we talking about real Ushaim? Why would a Russia be at the table? Alavai. Alavai, if you have a Russia, but he's had to say there. You're very lucky. Taka, we learn about the, the four Kaises that are connected to Abrabanim. But there's a fifth kais, the Kaishlal Yo. It's connected the fifth child. That's the child that's not even had to say there. So many children that they're out there. They're out there, they don't feel that they want to be at the Seder, or they don't feel comfortable around their family, or the family said, you know, you can't come in like this, whatever the the situation is, they're lost, they're out there, and that's the fifth kais, kaishelel yo. And it's interesting that when we fill up that fifth kais, we open up the door. I forgot now, I wasn't prepared to say this piece, but I have it in a different piece. I forgot who says it, which tzaddik says. He says, we're opening up the door to welcome in those kids, those kids who didn't feel comfortable whether it's our fault or or, or from their side or our, whatever it is, we're opening up that door, the case of Elioh Anavi. Because what does Elioh Anavi say? Elioh Anavi says, as it says in the Tire, ty- when Elio is going to come, he's not going to go out to the children and say, Get back inside, do tshuva. He's going to go to the fathers and the mothers. And he's going to say, Return your hearts to your children. And I could testify that those kids who the fathers, the parents, part of TP, whose kids feel that love from their parents without letting anything get in the way, even though sometimes it may seem smart or seem important, but it gets in the way, those kids are, are not outside. Those kids, by and large, are at our seder tables, at our starum. They don't feel that they don't belong that's the worst. And that's what Eliyahu is going to say. He's going to say, come on in, because I'm going to talk to your fathers. I'm going to talk to your parents. The hearts of the parents have to return to your children in order that the children should return. They should be welcomed back into the family. So the Kabrina says, that kind of a Russia wouldn't be at the table. So what are we talking about? we're talking about someone who's also this Ben Rasha, the Kabrina says, is also a regular person just like you and me, or maybe is you and me. Because he stumbled so many times, and he keeps on trying, but he keeps on falling, we know, seven times the Tzadik falls, but he manages to get up. The Russia though, the only difference is, he's also Sheva Yippo, but he can't get up anymore. He gave up on himself. This Russia is not a real Russia. He's acting like a Russia. And again, like I said before, it's not separate kids. It's all of us. Inside of us, we have a part of us that's a Chacham that's saying, I want to be closer to Hashem. Why am I not feeling it? And then we have a part of us that's rebellious. We have a part of us that's saying, ah, this is not for me. Listen to how he tidges up the Russia. And how we have to respond to the Russia outside and the Russia inside of us. He says, the Russia's question is, What's going on over here? Somehow you, you had a Shmir El Yaina. You were saved from above. You know, we all think that the Russia is so bad, the Tzadik so good. A lot of us are not Rishon because bad things didn't happen to us. We were protected. Some of these rishayim luch like well, it looks like they're doing bad stuff. Bad things happen to them. I could testify to that as well. I've been looking for the Russia for twenty years. I haven't found him. I find people in pain. I find find a lot of people acting bad because of tremendous pain and mental illness and mental problems and trauma and stuff that happened. And he's frustrated. He's saying. What, what's going on over here? You guys have Shmir El Yaina. You could, you're, you're fit. You're la La'avoidah. Avalani? Shamalai Kishleinais. Mi Yetzahara Shabayarbi. I'm full of falling from that Yetzahara that's burning inside of me. Eich Yachal Avodah Sahashem. How can I serve God? That's what his problem is. Ma'avodah Zaislachem. What are you so excited about? It doesn't work for me. I went to shul. I don't feel connected. I can't concentrate. I have ADD. I have ADHD. Whatever it is, I can't. I don't know. You're learning. I'm learning. I don't feel anything. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not doing this anymore. It doesn't work for me. I never I never felt connected. And what do we answer him? Ilu If you would have been there in Mitzrayim, you wouldn't have been redeemed. It sounds so cruel. But listen to what the Nasiv Shalom says. Pirish. We were also immersed in 49th level of Toma. There's nothing so special about you, Mr. Russia. You're giving up? You think Hashem doesn't want your avodah? Guess what? We were also there on the same level. We were bowing to idols. We're no better than you. Virak, is is Yashnu. And the only reason that we survived is because we didn't give up. But if you would have been in Mitzrayim, Not because you're worse than us, but because you gave up on believing that God wants you. You wouldn't have ended up being redeemed because you can't redeem someone who doesn't want to be redeemed. So what's the difference between the Russia and us? The difference is the Russia gives up. He says, Hashem doesn't want me anymore. I'm not going to this year. He sees everybody going, walking, and he says, where are you guys going? We're going to, you know, someplace good. And he's like, okay, it's not for me. That's his problem. Why are you saying it's not for you? Come, be a part of us. Join us. Don't give up. You're not so bad. So that's what we're answering him. In Mitzrayim, we were also horrible. And yet Hashem still wanted us. He loved us. He called us, B'ni B'chayri Yisrael. And, he, and the measure says, that, that means that I love you more than heavenly angels. He said, Even when we were bowing down to idols. So stop looking at your your actions. Stop letting your actions determine what you think your status is. You're still a son. You're a son who's struggling. You're a son who stumbles. You're a son who's challenged. But you're a son... And Hashem is interested in you. Come, come, come to the Sheer. Don't give up. He's going to explain, like we say, we're not talking about real Rishoim, Aminim, Chas Hashem. BaHashem, El BaAtzmoy. So beautiful. The problem of the Russia is not he doesn't believe in Hashem. He doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't believe inside of him that he has a powerful Neshama. That even though he is immersed in 49th level of Tomah, even though he is immersed in chet in sin, he did not extinguish the chelak alaka inside of him, and the light of God has not been extinguished from inside of him. So what's the what's the difference between the chacham and the rasha? What's the difference between the rasha and us? The rasha says, "I I'm a lost case." God doesn't want me anymore. It's a convinces him that because of his sins, I'm so bad. It's totally not true. Totally not true. You're just as holy and just as good as the biggest tzaddik. Your actions, okay, do tshuva. Say you're sorry. Slachlonu, Fine. It doesn't change who you are inside. So the problem of the Russia is, listen to this carefully, not what it looks like that he's challenging and doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe anymore in himself. I can testify. In TP over here, I have hundreds of parents. And many of the kids said, I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. And everybody says, Oi, oy, oy ve, an atheist. Like they went to school for 20 years to learn what God is and what atheism is. No. <laughs> Sometimes it's a 13-year-old kid. Of course you're an atheist. Easiest thing to be. There's no God. I don't see him. I'm hurt. He doesn't exist. But we even had very smart ones who did study. We have, I believe it's over 40, but around that number of parents who have come to me with kids who were openly atheists. I don't believe in God, Rahmanul, Islam. who are now not atheists. And they don't say that anymore. About 40 of them. I think it's almost all of them. Because we did the medicine of the Baal Shem, of the Chazanish, we did of whatever it is. But it turned out that they never really didn't believe in God. They just didn't believe in themselves. They said, I can't be, I can't believe there's a God because I'm so horrible and, and, and I'm, I'm a, I'm so misplaced and, and so it can't be and it can't be and it can't be and he doesn't exist. And here's what I always say, here's the kicker. This is the Chiddush, Chiddush Nifla. That all these guys who were atheists that are no longer atheists, none of them, none of them got any answers to their questions. We all think that they're atheists because of their questions. After they're not atheists anymore, and many of them are Shemitara mitzvahs, they still have the questions, where was God in the Holocaust? How, how could it be that a million babies were killed in the Holocaust? How come Hashem told us to kill Amalek to kill child? All the questions. You could be an atheist with the questions, you could be from with the questions, we also have those questions. It's actually, in the intellectual part of the questions, has no effect on being from or not from. That's why the biggest mistake is people send these kids to all the experts and you have experts who can go you have these genius from people that can convince a thousand lawyers or a thousand geniuses in Harvard but they can't convince this little this little uh this little kid why because he's not convincible because because he he, he can't believe that there should be a god after the pain that he went through and after he, he would feel if there's a god then I I did so many averis. I'm I'm a horrible person, I'm an, I'm an abomination. Many of them are doing things that it says in the Torah, they're an abomination. So they, they can't. And sometimes they're actually protecting the covet of Hashem because they feel like if there was a God who let this terrible thing happen to me as a child, then he's got to be a monster, or Islan, all these terrible things. So they say it can't be. With time and patience, they come back. So the problem of the atheist is not that he doesn't believe in God. As it says from the I believe it's the Rayats, the previous Labavatch-Rabbah, I believe that's he's the one, or maybe he was the one before. That he said that the god the god that the atheist doesn't believe in, I also don't believe in. I say I say the God that these people are hating I also hate. That's not our God. It's a different a different God. But what they think is God that they don't believe in or that they hate. We don't believe in him, we don't hate. That's not our God. So the problem that he says over here is not that he doesn't believe that after everything he did and all the various that he did, that his internal motherboard of the computer is untouched. The black box that we always speak about. The kustu Khyusa is alive and well. If you saw the last year, the kustu d'chiyusa. He believes that he's damaged goods. So I can't connect. So, where are you guys going? Oh, we're going to a kumsid. we're going to a mesiba, we're going to a this, we're going to a that. It's going to be uplifting, come, he says, nah, it's not for me. That's his problem. He doesn't believe in himself. And that's what we say, haka es of shekofer b'ikr. Now, people think haka is with a chaf, means to hit. That's with a chaf. It's not, it's with a kuf. It means blunt his teeth. It means take that grin off of his mouth. Why? Because he was koifer be'ikr. What's pasheb shat koifer be'ikr? Because he doesn't believe it. He was kaifer be'ikr. Pashup Shah, when we say someone is kaifer be'ikr, means that he does not believe in God. But we just said he does believe in God. So listen what he says. He's kafar. He ignores. He he doesn't. I forgot the English word for kafir. He's um, he's not uh, uh, acknowledging the ikr, the main point of Yiddishkeit. Ki <speaking in> ho <Hebrew> Because this is from the Ikre, the main focal point of belief, sheyehudi that a Jew needs to believe, that God Hashem chose us from all the cho- from all the other people, and he dwells with us, even when we are immersed into ma'filu this is an Iker, says the Nesil v'Shalom. We should teach this to our children before it's too late. This is ikre yamuna to believe that Hashem is sheikh in itam to tumasam. And this guy, he sins so much that he says it can't be. So he's kaifer in the Iker of Yiddishkeit, which is to believe that yes, Hashem is with you b'sayich tumasam. ilu ha-yasham lay-hayinigol, what does that mean? If you were there you wouldn't have been redeemed Kirakba Koya Muna Hazois Nigalu Avasinim Mitsaim because it's only with the the, the faith in this Nigaalu another Khiddish of the Nasivashalam. What's Pashab Shat? Pashib Shat we all know that we were Nigaw in the Schhus of Amuna. Pashib Shat Baschos Amuno Nigalu Avasinim Mitzraim Uvaschos Amun asidanli he got ill. And what's Pashib In the s'chus of believing in Hashem, we were rescued from Mitzrayim. And in the s'chus of believing in Hashem, we will be redeemed. Says the Nesil No. We are Maminim b'nei Maminim. Of course we believe in Hashem. That wasn't the s'chus that got us out of Mitzrayim. And it's not going to be the s'chus to get us out of our golos now. Chidosh nifla. Nesil was full of unbelievable, amazing insights that changed the way we think about everything. He says, Emuna in ourselves, Nigalu Mitzrayim, that we are worthy to be redeemed, that we are still good even though we do bad. And Emuna Hazais in ourselves and in our children. Asedunli he got Ill. The Gulla is gonna come when we realize that we are good, even though we make mistakes, when we realize our children are good fully 100% good, but how can somebody so good do something so bad? Yeah, it's called gallus. It's called pain. It's called trauma. It's called confusion. Yes, somebody 100% perfect, good, chelak elekam imal, mamish can really do horrible things and it doesn't make them less of Less than. It doesn't make them less worthy. It doesn't make them less holy. It doesn't make them less good. They're just as good as the biggest tzaddik learning. Internally. It's just this avarice because they're nichshal. Because they fall. Because they stumble. This is the Torah outlook. Let's say it again. We tell him, your problem is, you're kaifer You're being kaifer, not an Hashem, which is Pashup Shat? Okay, from the Iker part of Yadus, The main lesson, Ikeri Amunah, is to believe, and we should say this every day, Anima min Ki HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bachar Banu Mikal Am, that we are the chosen people. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us, he dwells with us, Yes, even Yom Kippur, at night, at the club, eating a ham sandwich, and smoking who knows what, with who knows who, Hashem is with you. You you can't push him out of your life. You can't get rid of him. This is the way he wanted it. And you know how we know this? Because when we were chosen, we were bowing to idols. When we were chosen. So there's nothing that we can do that's worse than bowing to idols. So if he chose us at that point of lowness, in spiritual lowness, that we could say, Hashem, you don't, you don't run the world, you don't exist. This animal, I'm gonna bow down to this idol. That's the worst. And yet in that situation, that's where we were chosen. Hashem says, I want you. So how could you think that anything you do is worse than that, that will take away Hashem's wanting you? Or your children, or your neighbors, or any Jew. It has nothing to do with our actions. We didn't do anything to deserve it. And he's dwelling with us through our goals no matter where we are. No matter what we do. No matter where we bring him. He says, I am with you no matter what. Such a terrible thing that we give a message to children that this is not true. And then they feel, after they sin or they fall, they feel so falloirin. They feel so lost. They feel like I'm a loser. God doesn't like me. I'm bad. I'm tainted. I, I, I. My essence is no good. And it's totally not true. Our essence is perfect. Our essence is beautiful. <inaudible> the problem with you, Mr. Russia, is not your sin. It's your attitude that you don't believe in yourself, in your goodness. <inaudible> Only from this that that Hashem is with us when we sin, and it's only If we don't have faith that Hashem cares about our children and all of the people who sin, we are not going to get out of this golos. It's only our emunah in ourselves and in those quote-unquote sinners. I say quote-unquote because We're all sinners. Somehow we think we're better than them because we had a Shmira el-Yayna, maybe less pain, or maybe God just shined on us and helped us out and somehow we think, oh, you know, look at us, we're all so great. I always say that when parents come to me about their kids who are struggling and I've watched these kids in their struggle, they always do things that are unbelievable. Just today, a parent told me that their kid is going to the psych ward and he's not from and he's struggling soul and he wanted to kill himself and they had to call out and they're sending him and he said, please get me kosher food. He's doing something that we will never do. These kids are more impressive than our, our regular frum kids. God bless them. They have a nice normal life and, they, and they're be- beautiful. I'm not, I'm nothing against them. I wish all of our kids had a, a very nice easy life. But these kids who who are being challenged, they always do something that's more powerful than anything that we will ever do. And especially when they start climbing back. But even when they're on the bottom and they have a line and they, they something that they do and how they care and they don't want to talk Lashon Hara and they don't talk bad about other people and how they protect each other. There are always things that are so beautiful because regardless of their external circumstances, their inner motherboard is not affected at all. The black box is as strong, beating hard, kosta de chiyusa, black box, chilek aleka is the same in the gadol Adar and in the katon Adar. It's the same piece that, that we were created. We got off the same assembly line. And Hashem says, I'm never going to leave you. And I'm never taking that holiness away from you. So like the famous t-shirt, don't hate me because I sin differently than you do. We look down at them, right? We're okay with our sins. We're okay with our Haimish or Hamish sins, you know. Stuff, you know, Oshanhara, rechilos, machlekes, stuff, even though it destroyed the Besamegdush and all the death and everything and in this world came because of it. You can just take a, a paper that's on the chair and you can sit. Do me a favor, when someone comes in, you can tell them to just sit on this side and take a paper. Right? We're okay with Haimish sins. But your sin, oh very not Haimish, we haven't seen that in a long time. Canegha and it was against this, uh, keneged, not mean against, it means about, regarding this amuna again, in ourselves, that's why Meshire Benu had a suffolk. He said, "Hey, b'nei Yisrael He said, you know, I don't think b'nei Yisrael are going to believe me. Im ki yada ki b'nei Yisrael Again, Poshib Shad is that Meshire Beinu's problem was that they're not going to believe in Hashem. No, of course they're going to believe in Hashem. Or like we said in yesterday's Dvar Torah from the Nisiv Shalom, that maybe they're not going to believe that this whole story happened to Moshe. No, of course they're going to believe. You know what the part of this that they're going to struggle with, Moshe Rabbeinu said? Moshe Rabbeinu said, Hashem, you want me to go to them now in their mats of being Oivet HaVad and you want me to tell them that you're going to redeem them? I don't think they're going to believe me. I don't think they're going to believe that they're worthy. Achoshav. Moshe thought, "Shalei they're not going to believe." That was the problem. Imagine that Hashem comes to you and he tells you, "I want you to go Friday night to the club and tell him Mashiach is coming." Right? So the first thing you could say is, no, I don't think they believe in Hashem anymore. They're smoking on Shabbos. No, no, no. They believe in Hashem. They're Even if they say they're an atheist, it's not true. That's not the issue. So what's going to be your next taina? You're going to say, well, if I'm going to come, they're going to say, you're full of it. I didn't get a WhatsApp about this. Who are you? And what's your white donkey doing outside? It's being towed. Right? So they're not going to believe you. Right, But let's say they do believe you. Then what's gonna be the resistance? The resistance is gonna be, dude, you don't mean us. Go to Williamsburg. Go to Monroe. Go to Crown Heights, go to Bar Park, go to go to a from Show why are you coming to us Friday night at a club, on Yom Kipper, blah blah blah, and telling me that Hashem wants to redeem me? I don't believe you, meaning I don't believe I'm worthy. That was what My Benu said. Hashem said, Go tell them that I'm I'm here to redeem you. Go tell them that I'm coming for you. I'm gonna turn over the world with all these amazing maifsim about dam tzvardea, all this stuff, and I'm going to do everything for them. And Moshe says like, Hashem, I, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think they're going to believe that you're willing to do all of that for them. You see, that what's interesting about Yitzhia S'metshayim is that I would have thought that the story started that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, tell them, I want to save you. So do tshuva. Mai who tells everybody, Hashem said he's willing to take us out of slavery. Our kids are our, our boys are being thrown into the into the river. They're putting children in, in and we're being enslaved, right? Hashem says rescue mission is gonna happen. And all we need to do is do chuva. So right away they made a fast day, and for three days they fasted, and then they repented, and then Hashem Dam Swardeya Akeen. Beautiful story, right? He did everything for them after they repented. There's only one little part that's missing. Only one little problem. Hashem never said repent. Moshe never said repent. Nobody said repent. Because it wasn't about us repenting. Hashem doesn't need us to repent to save us. Hashem didn't say du tshuva because it wasn't a tnai. It wasn't a condition in the gu'ula. And, and, and our normal brains, and our parents' normal brains is, sure I'll let you come into the house. Here's a list of contract I need you to sign. Hashem didn't say that. Hashem said, I will turn over the world for you, and it's just because I love you. Just because you're good enough. Isn't that beautiful? And now we're going to move on to the Tam. The Tam, easy. He says, what is going on over here? Again, this is up, not, not four different kids. This is all of us. We have a piece of us that's occasionally, we do the right thing, we're very smart, we're a chacham, and then we have a piece of us that's the Russia that's rebellious, and says, oh, they're going to daven marv, Shem's not interested in my tefillah after what I did. We don't believe in ourselves, we don't believe we're wanted, we don't believe we're good enough, right, after all the sins that I did. And it's true, because we daven less good after we sin. So that means that we think that our tefillah is less worthy or less wanted because of our sin. And that's totally not true. As the Nasir Shalom says many, many times. And it's such a shame that we don't teach this to our kids. So the Tam is also that piece of us that's like, huh? What, what's going on here? This is way above me. The Tam part is like, what? Not for me. I can't do this. You know, you want to go to the gym? Ah, oh, too lazy. The Tom is lazy. The Tom is not energized. He's like, what? What? I don't know. What's going on here? I, this is too hard for me. I can't do this. That's the part of us that we have. Otherwise, we would be holier. So what do we answer that part of us? V'amarte love, we say, yad. With an outstretched, a a hand that was strong. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. yad. That's the Eitzah. How do you get out of Mitzrayim? Choyzik Yad. When you're lazy and you don't want to go to the gym, Choyzik Yad. You want to change your life like we did, that was yesterday. Like Dave Ramsey says, change comes when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. I have so many things I want to do for myself, but I'm too lazy. I have no chayis. Chayas the Kedusha. Comes to Davin, I'm like, uh Why? Why don't we daven like we're talking to God, and we, and this is the last time we're ever gonna have this tefillah in our lives of day, whatever this day is of our lives until we pass away. This is our only mincha, our only marv. Why aren't we excited? Why aren't we on fire? Why aren't we living this like wow? Cause of reasons that make us very lazy. And the answer is, you gotta get strong. You have a chance to do a mitzvah, do it with a geschmack. That is going to be the gu'ula of that part of us. To awaken the koyches hanafshiim shibay, we have to awaken our because We have a lot of koyches inside of us. And I, I always give an example about somebody who goes on a diet. You can have you know millions of people that are overweight. Some of them actually you know you see them every once in a while. Look, I was four hundred pounds, and they're they're showing you their pants that they used to be in, and now six of them. Some of them actually do it, but they need to find a way to make it happen. We can't change. We have to find a way to make ourselves change. We're not going to change tomorrow if we're just the same as we are today. And just saying, next week I'm going to diet is not good enough. You got to have a plan. You got to have a diet plan. You got to go to a dietitian. You got to have the right stuff. You got to have the right support system. Otherwise you're not going to be the the winner. It takes a lot to change. So too over here also. We're not going to necessarily just become better. And that's why we make so many Kabbalists every Yom Kippur and we're going to be better. I'm going to, and and nothing happens. Because that's not enough. If we want to actually change, we all can. We all have more energy inside of us, kachis, kachis, strength, internal strength, to be more than we are. And we need to tap into that. So we need to do it with a chayzik yad to get out of our lameness and laziness and get into it and to become better. And that's the answer for the part of us that's like, yeah, I know people are doing that. You know, like I have a friend, and he, he got into this, erv uh, reshkhaedish, right? Where they go by mincha and they do like purim, uh, yom kippur cotton, right? I do purim cotton, right? <laughs> purim cotton, erv reshkhaedish I drink, I get adloyodah, right? They do this like, you know, and, and I've been hearing about it, why don't I go? Eh, it's not for me, I don't know, I'm not the type. He's going, and he's going to these big rabbeim, and he's going traveling, and he fasts. Well, I don't know what they do. They fast? Probably. I don't know. They do. It's a holy day for him. For me, it's just another irregular regular. Why? There's so much that we can do to grow. You know, I saw somebody, he told me, by davening, he was like, mm, he doesn't talk anymore during davening. That takes a lot of emotional strength. Good for him. He changed. He changed. That's amazing. So change is, is hard. Change is hard, but we all have more inside of us. This is our only life that we have. And we have to live the best life possible. So we have to say, okay, which part of us is is you know? Again, we have the Russia part. We have the Chacham part. Now we're talking about the Tom part. The Tom part is the part that we have more muscle that we can do, but we're not. I could go to the gym three times a week. I really could, but I'm not. I could maybe get to shul five minutes early and 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 concentrate. I could you know come on. To- and there are things that I could do. That's the Tom. The Tom has energy inside of him to do things, but he's he's just not doing it because he's just not turned on to it or it's not he's not focused. He's lazy, whatever, that's that part of us to tap into us to raise our life. Imagine if we were able to really be all we can be. We're not even talking about more than we can be and growing, which we could do also. I'm talking about just what we could do. Am I doing everything that I could do now? Absolutely not. So why not? I don't know. Why am I not the maximum Jew I can be? What's the army? Be all you can be? Why am I not? I'm not talking about fighting the Yitzhak on the terrible stuff, and, and being the big tzaddik. To do. I'm talking about what I actually could do. I could be better. Why am I not? And that's the part of us, that's the Tom that we have to light up on Pesach night. And then we have the final guy. Again, not four different kids. Four parts in every one of us. He doesn't even know what to ask. You know, sometimes we 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 can be so in Yiddish. What do they say? Faklempt. right? Like so, like overwhelmed, stuck, stuck, right? Like you finally go to the kaisel. You know, if that's your place or Nachman or wherever it is, and, and you're waiting to go and you travel, you go to the Rebbe, whatever your thing is, and nothing's coming out. You know, like like on uh, um, Purim, I had that. I was thinking on um, Purim, it says I was learning from the Sivashalom. On um, Purim, I was like, I learned about how special the day is. You can ask, Yad whoever reaches out your hand and Hashem does the same thing. And I was like, and I'm like, okay, uh, what actually do I want? You know, like, and and how and how do I get my? It takes a lot of work. So the she'eni de'elishol the is the part of us that needs needs some help over here at psachle. This guy is kol mohusay Sugar. His whole essence is is Sugar. he's closed Li boy Sagar. his heart is cold and closed you, you can't you can't get you can't arouse any feelings Moichay Sugar his mind is is just closed. Ad Add Kiyaulu mashu any to the point that he can't even ask now again, we have to be deep. It's not only a hundred percent the guy who's like uh right. We might have 5%, 10%. Why are we not going up to a holier, higher Madrega? Because there's part of that that's close to us. Like my friend who goes to that, that Erevash you know, holy stuff, my heart is closed. I'm not ready for it. My mind is closed to that. It doesn't interest me. And then I have to think, I have to work on it. Why am I not interested? What What are you so worried about? Why can't you go... You know, I had friends that were going to Ribnitz one night to do a pray, and I was like, no, nah, it's okay. Is it Tom? Is it laziness? Is it... Um, uh, I don't have if he is or is it just that I'm, I'm closed to that? We all have Madragas above us that we're closed off to. We all do. Some people start learning Kabbalah. Other people don't, because they're closed off to that. It's They're not ready for it. So the She'eni De'elishel is not even asking. Because... We all have parts that we're not even, this, believe me, that's like so out of whack, it's not my concern. My mind and my heart is shut to that. Again, some people have it to shut to everything. But sometimes we have it shut to certain things. And and we need to address that. V'naf'stom le'ehat eitzav eitza but the Torah gives us a, a solution and a salvation, The ha on this holy night, on this holy chag, on this festival. Sh'anemar now let's let's understand what this is the answer to you Mr Tom that you're saying oh, I'm closed off I'm not I'm not going to Davin or I'm not going to minion or I'm not going to that sheer the answer is serve Hashem the way you are now that's the solution to get an opening in your heart and in your mind. We're we're always like waiting to feel it. So many people say, "I don't feel it." Do it without feeling. They they say a story. I believe that it was the Imre Emes, the Ger Rebbe. I believe that he asked his grandfather, the Sfas Emes, what should I do when I'm not in the mood to learn. So he told him, "Learn not being in the mood." What should I do when I don't have heshik Learn without heshik and that actually gets you closer to having Cheshik. Right? And there's another beautiful pshat also, in Pirkei it says, al taymar don't say, L'Kishe'efne eshne, that when I have time, I'll learn. Shema Lotipana, maybe, you're not going to have time. And I think it's the Katske that said, I'm not sure who, I think it's the Katske Rebbe. Al-Toymer L'Kishe'efne eshne, don't say, when I have time, or when I'm ready, or when I'm in the mood, My heart is open, my mind is open, then I'm going to sit and learn. Shema, maybe pana. maybe Hashem wants a loitipana, learning. Don't say I'm going to learn when I'm in the mood, because maybe Hashem wants you to learn when you're not in the mood. Shema loitipana, maybe Hashem is asking you now, He wants to see you serve Him not in the mood. So we tell this this part of us, that in Mitzrayim, we were Sagar, and this is how each piece of this is tied into Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim, we were closed off. ma'oid. shahib uber Behema. We had no independence. No atzma'ut. We were like, like Chazal say, we were like a, a uber, a baby in the mother's stomach. We had no ability to do anything. We were closed off emotionally, but not just physical, by the way. Interesting that Mitzrayim was not a physical enslavement only. It was an emotional enslavement. We're gonna be learning about that next week. Um, it's fascinating. It's all about addiction and emotional enslavement, which I encourage you all to attend because it's just off the charts unbelievable. What the Nasir what we learned from that. So much of what I do with, with kids and, and help people came from next week's um next week's shiurim. It wasn't just a physical enslavement; it was emotional, to the point that we couldn't talk and we couldn't. We lost our independence. We were like uber um, beme behema, like a like a how do you say uber fetus in in, the, in, a, in a, a cow's fetus. That's basically what we were. And by the way, I want to add that's why it says that no slave ever escaped Mitzrayim. And in my book, where we talk about this in GPS, is a plug for my book. It's for kids, teens of all ages. And it's really all Nesiv and very deep stuff, but it's made very simple. And we talk about this. And I have a tremendous chiddush. You know why no slave ever escaped Egypt? It's really impossible. You can take the, the maximum um, uh, security uh, prison. Somebody escapes from it. Mitzrayim, nobody escaped. Not because they had guards. Because in Mitzrayim, they put us in an emotional prison that we didn't even try to escape. As we're going to learn next week. It was called Beis Avadim, the House of Avadim. That's like a manufacturing plant. A manufacturing plant is called House of Glass. Where you manufacture glass? Mitzrayim was Beis Avadim. They knew how to manufacture Avadim. They knew how to take a free spirited, a free-thinking, independent person. They put him through this process until he lost his brain completely. And even if they open up the door and they say, go ahead, he wouldn't even try to leave. And we know that's called Stockholm Syndrome, which we're going to talk about next week. That was a commercial for next week's year. So in Mitzrayim, we were just like the Shani Yeday guy. We were closed. Not only that, we couldn't even talk. Sagar Aleim Hamidbar. It says the Midbar closed us off. That's what the Mitzrayim said. Look, they're closed off by the Midbar. And Chazal tell us, I believe actually it's a Zayar HaKadosh, We lost our Koyach HaTefilah. We couldn't even talk. When it came to screaming out to Hashem, as we learned last time, the Dalad shyness of Geula, of Anacha, of, of, uh, were all moaning without, uh, it was nothing. Za'aka was Because we, we lost our kaya So how'd we get out of there? I have to say it, even though I said it over at the last year, I have to say this again because I just think it's, I, I, don't know, can I say it? is cute? I don't know. I think it's, it's just so zis, so sweet. Sweet is better than cute. Okay. But it's cute. Now, but listen to this. Nasiva Shalom says, I don't understand. Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I want you to go ahead and speak to Pari. Moshe says, I can't. I can't talk, I have a problem talking. And it's like, really? Did you ever did you ever look a few parshas ahead? He doesn't stop talking for a minute. He doesn't say that, I say that, just to get a chuckle, like you're laughing, right? What happened? You couldn't talk, all of a sudden he's talking. The Territ says that the of the tzaddik, of the leader, of the, manhig, of the manhig, comes from the people. We lost our ability to speak. Moshe Rabbeinu had no ability to speak. Afterwards, we regained our ability, our krech But until then, and you think about it, what's the difference between an animal and a human? Ability to speak. We, we became, like he says, uber b'mei, he doesn't say uber b'mei imoi, which I thought he says, he says uber b'mei behema. We weren't just a fetus, we were a fetus in a behema, in a cow, in a, in a behema, in an animal. We 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 lost the difference that between humans and animals because we couldn't even talk. We didn't even pray. We didn't even say, Hashem, please get me out of here. We lost it. We just were like, and, and everybody, again, this is talking about us. We all have that point where, here's a, here's a tehillim, go daven. I oh, can't even daven. I find, I don't know if this is true, I made it up, but this is what I think is true, that people who suffer from physical illness can daven. People who have emotional pain Sagar takes away our ability to call out to Hashem I find that emotional pain psychological, psychiatric, mental pain causes us to not even be able to daven and that's what happened to them and that's what, that, that's what happened to us that was us in Mitzrayim we, were, we, were, we couldn't even talk we couldn't put together a sentence we couldn't say Hashem please I know you can do it please rescue us we couldn't we, all we were at for example if I kick you in the shin you're going to scream but if a truck runs over your foot, it's so painful, you're not going to make a sound. And in GPS, I bring a, a true story of uh Don Donjo, I forgot his name, but it's documented that a, a car flipped over and severed his leg, and the car pinned him down, and the paramedic said when they came, he was so much in shock, he was talking to them regular. Like he, he didn't scream or anything, he didn't have... So different things happen to us. Sometimes we we can't deal with it. That's denial. Some things happen. It's so painful. We just regular because we we can't process it. And sometimes the pain is so overwhelming that we we can't even catch our breath. We can't even we can't even express ourselves. We can't even use what makes us different than animals. We can't use our chadibur. And that's okay because look what happened. That happened to us. Then also verakshay meschaskem bemuna pshuta amuna. So what happened? We were mechazik and emuna. We still had faith. We we didn't have tefillah, but we had faith. So even when we're at that part that that we're stuck and we can't even pray, but we can still believe and we can still have faith. and this is why I love Shalom. He always makes it so personal. And so too, So to this redemption of your soul, it depends on your being mechazik and your emuna. Even in that situation of a closed heart and a closed mind, and then you pass of and then specifically, that's the key to opening up the door to salvation and to light to enter your mind. We'll end with this. It's a mistake, Aliyah. I should say. The bottom line is, it's the separate children, but it's also not. It's each one of us that has all of this inside of us. And everybody gets an Aliyah on Pesach. They got questions, we have questions, the Torah gives us answers on how to get out of all of these type of problems. And even that Russia has an Aliyah in this holy, holy night. And this is what we tell him, very interesting. Saying back there in Mitzrayim, with that attitude, you would not have been redeemed, but you should know, afterwards, That was before Mount After Mount you have nothing to worry about, because... It was only over there Layha, you Yunigal with that with that attitude. Right? But after Matan Taira, we're all called Banimatemla Shamal Kehem. We all became we all received the taira. And that's why and that's why he can have an aliyah on this night. And then he ends with such a fascinating, beautiful idea. ben Russia, What was our taina on the Russia? He was atzmei He took himself out of out of the Klau, right? And we said another Vart before in Kafah B'Ikhar. Now we're going to say, He says, you know what the problem is? It says in Ayam Ali Melech, that there's a world that's called Kal Yisrael. The entire Kal Yisrael together. There's a world. And in that world, it's shalim B'Lip There's nothing that gets damaged in that world. Sharak Chaitim Leparakim Sometimes... Individuals may sin sometimes, but the klal, the general klal Yisrael, and this Russia goes ahead, and he takes himself out of klal Yisrael. He's haitsi atzmi min klal. The Russia says, Ma avoyda zois lachem loshin rabbim daheinu lama atem oich l'mnasah pesach dafka bechaburu uva'achtos v'lama iyefshel akaim kolecha b'fne atzmi v'loydis achinim klal Yisrael." He has a problem with actus. He has a problem with being a part of everybody. He's like, I don't need to go ahead and be, go go to Shulm and I don't need to go to the 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 what do you call Fabringen? I don't need to I could do it myself. What do I need this for? And we tell him you should know <speaking in> ha <Hebrew> with that attitude, <speaking in Hebrew> you would not have been redeemed. Rak lekal Israel. Because the only eitzah for those, and the part of us that is struggling, is to be mechubber, connected to Kal Yisrael. Like Tzadikim says, so beautiful, Altihi rasha bfnei atzmacha. What's Pashib Shat? Don't be a rasha b'fnei atzmacha in your own eyes. Tzadikim say, Even if you're a rasha, but don't be b'fnei atzmacha. Don't be all alone. Isn't that nice? al rasha, don't be a rasha by yourself. Afilu rasha, al don't be alone. Join up with Yisrael. That will be your redemption. And that is the secret of our redemption. Not to be alone. Yeah, but I feel like I sinned so much. I don't belong there. Stop it. Come join us. Come join us. Be a part of us. And join us. No matter what you did last night, doesn't matter. Don't seclude yourself be a part of everybody go to shul go to the kumsitz, go to the fabrengin go to the shir yes be a part of us that's his problem he says no I'm different than everybody he's from a separate world that's what we tell him you you what's kafar? you ignored you there's a better word you deny, thank you, you deny the main thing, you deny the main fundamental part of our redemption, which is achdus, to be a part of Klau Yisrael. the And that's his mistake. So that's what we have to remember, when we don't feel like joining up, eh, I'm not in the mood, it's not for me, I'm not good enough, all of that stuff. We have to title ourselves like we say, Mikve Yisrael Hashem. Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. So one of the Pshatim is that, you know what the, the, the best Mikveh is? The Mikveh Yisrael. Dancing, surrounded in the, in, with other Jewish people. That's metahar us, when we are surrounded by Jewish people. I hope this helped us answer the four banim and the four parts of us. We all have different shades of this inside of us. And we have questions and problems. And these are the solutions to work on ourselves and, of course, our children and those who are struggling. Have a good yontif.